0: So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G, D-O-D-G-E-R-S, team, 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 team. This is The Full Count, a podcast that brings you a boy's perspective on the greatest game ever played, and the greatest team that ever played it. My name is Leon, my favorite sport is baseball, and my favorite team is the Dodgers. On the full count, I talk about everything baseball, from baseball's greatest moments to tips on how to play. And of course, we'll talk about how those boys in blue are doing. So grab your peanuts and Cracker Jack, and let's talk ball. Hello everybody, and very pleasant good day to you, wherever you may be. It's time for the full count. I'm your host, Leon. It's July, and you know what that means. It's time for the All-Star Game. And if not mathematically, then at least traditionally, we are midway through the season. Right off the bat, I'm going to share my thoughts about the Dodgers and the nationally watched pennant race at the midpoint. On deck, I'm going to talk about the 2023 All-Star Game in Seattle. And in the hole, I'm going to talk about where the Dodgers team name comes from. Okay, so uh, let's start with... Um, uh, Let's start off uh, with uh, the Dodgers and the National League West pennant race at the midpoint. So if you look at if you pull up the standings right now, which I have, the Dodgers are currently in first place by a mere two percentage points. And so we have the um we have the uh, Giants who are two point five games back from the Dodgers, and then we have the Padres, which is a really interesting topic, who are eight point five games back from the Dodgers. So it, so I, I like it's hard to say the Padres are out at this point. I mean a lot of the Dodgers team thinks that they, they're gonna have a strong second hat second half. I mean as players are as players if you think about it as players are coming as players are coming to San Diego, they have to get an apartment. Like it's the same thing with Juan Soto that um, Padres fans are worrying about last year. I said on this podcast like moving is moving is tough, moving another team you have to kind of reset mentally, like work with the coaching staff, try to yeah just um it takes a lot to go to a new team, and you're probably not gonna be great the first couple the first uh couple games but um i'm I'm expecting them to turn it around uh i they I, I think they they will not they will not get first place in the division as i predicted um i don't think that's really in um i don't really think that's in range for them uh but uh they could they they're definitely have the talent to come back uh but yeah i think um we can talk about that's good for the Padres, but the, um uh, okay, so we have the Rockies. I'm not going to talk about them. I don't want to waste your time with a team like that. And um, we have the Giants uh, right right here, who are kind of, when they first took first place, for me, it was kind of a surprise. I was like, wait, the Giants are, the Giants are still a thing? Like, I, I was pretty surprised. Um, but, yeah, they've... They the Giants have been doing really really good recently. Um, they yeah they're only two point five games away from the Dodgers. But I'd say if the Giants what they'd want to do during they 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 really want like a they really want they're gonna want to get Shohei Otani either during this um during the trade deadline or signing him as a free agent. And so they're gonna be competing with a lot of other teams that, um, like the Dodgers, that, um, uh, really want Shohei Otani and really need it, but I think if the Giants could get Shohei Otani, they could really benefit, um, and so can the Dodgers, uh, so next week we'll talk about the, a little bit about the Diamondbacks, um, the Diamondbacks were, they, they, they definitely haven't been good for the past couple, uh, past couple seasons, uh. At the end of last year, they started to turn things around, but, um, they they do, um, they are, uh, they're, they're, they got, like, um, they have, like, Corbin Carroll, Carroll, that's their number one player, he's been very, very good, um, but, uh, and, and yeah, they have, like, Zach Gallen, um, and... That's pretty much it when I look at their roster. I don't see anybody that stands out that much. Like, yeah, there's that's, it's just Corbin Carroll, Zach Gallen, Marte. I don't know how to say his first name. But I don't want to say it wrong. Um, yeah, I don't really see that many. Mi- I don't see that many players that... They've had some pretty good luck. They've definitely been less in a lot less injured than the dodgers the dodgers this season has suffered a lot of injuries dustin may um what happened to daniel hudson is just sad he was just placed on the 60 day il so he'll probably be out for a long time don't expect him to come back this season um but yeah i think that's uh i mean we could talk more about injuries but i think i might want to save that for another episode because we have a lot so um next let's talk about uh the 2023 mlb seattle all-star game um so the nl won this all-star game for the first time in nine years they had a nine-year drought um for all, for all-star games and um it was the it, so so this was really cool to watch um the, finally the National League won it, but, um, uh, yeah, it was, so, uh, I want to talk about some of the, I want to, let's talk about the MVP first, uh, Elias Diaz, in the, um, let's see, what inning did he hit his big home run, his game winning home run, so he hit, in the, in the Top of the eighth, Diaz Homer to left, and, um, that made the score 3-2, which was the final score of the game, and Diaz obviously got the MVP, so, um, on, I don't know, like, uh, I don't, I don't follow the Rockies, so I don't know how, what Diaz, um, what Diaz's record, like, um, stats are, so, I'm, I'm gonna look that up right now, um, give me a sec, so, Luis Diaz, Colorado Rockies. So, he has a... Okay, so, yeah, he's probably one of the... Yeah, so he's the Rockies' representative, so he's definitely the best player in the team. But he has a, um... His average is um, 3 to 21. That's very good. Oh, is that right? Um... I don't think that's right.
1: Oh, okay, here we go.
0: 20, 20 season stats. So... Um, 277 um, average uh, nine home runs uh, on 40, 45 RBIs um, and his OPS is 7.763. Uh, so what I see I don't really see anything that stand, stands out much here. I mean I guess you could say he, I mean he's uh, he's tied he's tied for 59th in RBIs I guess. But um, I guess he's de- he's probably the best um, rock. He's definitely the best Rockies player, but that's not very uh, big. That's not something you would uh, brag about. Uh, so um, Next, uh, yeah, so Craig Campbellbrel, he's um, former Dodger last season. He got me. He got me wor- worried for a little bit, but uh, he he um, he showed up, and he um, yeah he 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 eventually got his groove, and um, and then won, uh, the uh, National League won the game. So uh, yeah, also. Um, we had two. We had a, the the big catch that stands out to me in this game was a Rosarena. There was that other guy. I, I don't I don't remember his name. He's on the Rangers. He's one of a Rosarena's friends, but he, he he had also a really good play. But a Rosarena's was just better. A Rosarena. There's like I saw this picture of him just crashing right into the wall. So yeah, that was that was cool to watch. I mean, you always have cool stuff in the All Star game. And I also, but one of my probably my most favorite part was Mookie and Freddie being mic'd up. That w- that was really fun to watch, and um, yeah, I, I that was it was it was just really cool uh, seeing. They were like they were like communicating. They had small talk. It it was cool and like we could all hear that as fans. Like what what goes, like Mookie said, said when he um, when he's playing like second. He tries to, or shortstop, he tries to talk to Freddie, and Freddie's just so involved in, like, the game, and I thought that was really funny. So, um, Dodgers that stand out, I guess, in the game. Um, Betts and Freeman didn't do much. Uh, I know Freeman walked, and he, and he, uh, flew out, I want to say. Um, but J D Martinez he went Martinez went um two for two, uh, and that that was that was cool just to see him be like what the Dodgers wanted to be when they more what the Dodgers wanted him to be and more when they got him so yeah that was it was it, it was really it was really cool um, I think that's enough talk on the All Star game I want to get to um, this book that I have, and it's called The Baseball Book of Why, the answers to questions you've always wondered about from America's national pastime. And the section of the book that I want to read with you today is, um, why are the Los Angeles Dodgers identified by such a strange team name? So let's start. Like so many, like so many Major League Baseball teams that have changed their locations for various reasons, the Dodgers kept their original name. Walter O'Malley had worked hard to establish a solid reputation as co-owner of the Brooklyn Dodgers and as an entrepreneur and a pioneer pioneer in, pioneer in, in a, very, a variety of causes including the signing of the first ever African-American to a big league franchise. As much as he loved the game the team and the people of Brooklyn, dwindling attendance at games plus the economics of the neighborhood forced him to consider the possibility of a move in 1957. the question was to where after careful consideration the decision was los angeles california what would he call the new team the answer was easy the name dodgers had to remain with the franchise but and there's a picture of a crowd outside ebbets field in brooklyn during the 1920 world series and but why such an unusual name in the first place traversing brooklyn in the late 19th century was akin to um running a gauntlet coming at you at a relatively high rate of speed or electric trolley cars that compelled passengers to stay alert at times even to jump out of the way in order to keep body and soul together those who braved the unique challenges of walking through the borough were dubbed trolley dodgers Sports writers, sports writers soon adopted the name for the local baseball club, and it was sorted to just Dodgers. In the 1930s, by that point, Brooklyn natives considered a trip to Ebbets Field a walk in the park. But outsiders still thought it, it a challenge. The team name, the Dodgers, stuck all the way from Brooklyn to Los Angeles. And... That's um, one of the sections. I'll read more next podcast probably, but if you want to get the book, it's you can buy it on Amazon. It's just called the Baseball Book of Why, um, and it's it's really it's really interesting. It tells you it has a bunch of facts. It's it's pretty long. Um, it's like a, it's one hundred ninety five pages long, and so. That's it for this episode. Remember, if you have any any questions or topics you want me to cover, you can email me at fullcountleon at gmail.com. That's fullcountleon at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed the full count, please subscribe to the show. You can find me wherever you find podcasts. I hope you'll be with me next time. But until then, I have one last thing to say. So I say D. I say D-O. Dodgers, the team that's all heart, all heart and all thumbs. They're my Los Angeles, your Los Angeles, our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Bye.